Hey everyone, it's Matt Harmon from the Yahoo Fantasy Football Show. Are you sad there's no fantasy football going on right now? Yeah, me too. I've got good news for you though. It is fantasy baseball season right now. Join a public league, join an instant draft, or create a league with your buddies before opening day. It's Yahoo Fantasy Baseball time. Sign up for the 2024 fantasy baseball season at yahoo.com slash fantasy baseball or on the Yahoo Fantasy app. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Yahoo Fantasy Football Forecast. It seems like you know ball the way you talk, so. <laughs> Thank you. Someone clip that. I'm not playing in your league unless I can draft myself. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of football, I live a pretty boring life. With Matt Harmon. This is an anti-getting-greedy podcast here. I've been seeing you guys' podcast have blown up here recently, so glad to get on. It's Friday, February 10th. What a treat joining us here on yes. Radio Row. It's Eckler's Edge, this baby. Is, it's this Austin is like Eckler. the Super Bowl of Eckler's Edge right yeah. here. Yeah. This, this is the real Super Bowl. This is the real Super Bowl. Everybody mostly came yes. for this. And then there's like a little game. Right. You Sunday. can't even see behind the cameras. Thousands of... That, keep it down. Thousands yeah. of people that I can't even imagine. You please, can't, can't please. Imagine. Austin yes. will yes. sign Great. all of your autographs right. Right. after <laughs> this. But we have to get through the show. The, the, the throngs right. of yes. fans yes. here. All right. Let's get into it. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? It's been a minute. Man, it's it's been a minute. You know, yeah. Unfortunately, it's been a minute. You know, if we would have kept winning games, maybe could have kept going. You know, but ending um, short for us, as as you know, um, in a dramatic fashion. Just a little um, bit. Yeah, yeah. Probably the most dramatic fashion that it can possibly end. Uh, hopefully, never have to relive that moment ever again. Um, hopefully that never comes down to that, but yeah, been good. Moved on from it, and uh, off to getting better for for next year. Yeah, for sure. Um, Listen, we do we even want to talk about do we even want to talk about that? Do you want to talk about that? Actually, let's let's do the uh let's do the question that you don't want that you don't want to answer. Cause I've yeah. been asking everybody that we talked to on Radio Row and it definitely you've been, makes here, sense. you've been here a few days. I've been here right for now. so long, I'm yes. so sick of hearing the sound of my own voice. <laughs> All right, so I'll take over. I'll take over. So yeah, I've been doing a, you know, a bunch of I don't know, I did like twelve or thirteen interviews yesterday. Um, and you get tired of hearing a few questions. Matt asked me before the show, was like, do you have a question? And I was like, I have a few. And then they said, they started coming to me. It's like, okay, now I got my top 10. Um, number give, one, give, give, us top, give us your top five, top five. Number one is definitely the, the Jags game. Cause I'm like over it. Yeah. But it's like, people want to hear about it. I'm like, ah, okay. Number two is the Super Bowl prediction. Cause it's like, I have, I have guys that I'm rooting for on both sides. Yeah. So like I got some, some, some buddies. Um, so I'm like, I'm just rooting for those guys to really to play well. You're like um, Mrs. Kelsey. You can't make. We talked to her the yeah, other day. She's like, oh, I can't really? Yeah, she she couldn't make a game pick, of course, because yeah, there's two sons. She do the the whole tour. Like she's she's been like making the rounds. I heard she was a great interview. Gave us um her. You can find the video. I, I'll probably post it on on Twitter if it's not already up there. Um, she gave us her you know secret ingredient to her cookies recipe. Wow. She told us which son was better at cleaning <laughs> their room growing up. Uh, who was better like helping out in the kitchen? Who who took care of the, you did uh, the full breakdown? Yeah. Oh. 
One hundred percent. Good for her. Good for her. Living up the moment. Yeah, that's that's pretty incredible. Having both your sons playing against each other in the Super Bowl, like that's like a dream come true. Um, another question. Yeah, any questions? It's like five questions in one. Any questions about Justin Herbert? I'm like, I know he's a stud, but they're like, hey, how did, what's he got to do to grow? Like, how is it playing with him? All this stuff is like, dude's a G man. He's yeah. a quarter. Like, he's my teammate. We go out there, we ball out together. Um, but I feel like I get that question every single time and it's just it's one of those that just like ah okay and it's like oh, all let right me, let me pull let out me, the script yeah, yeah, here we go all right here we go. Yeah, yeah let me read right read it over um and so yeah we'll go with those for now okay that's a pretty good top three yeah. uh we won't discuss yeah. any of those and yeah it is funny like talking about the jags game for you that was so long ago you've moved on yeah. emotionally i'm i'm sure exactly and then people are just like how do you get over that and i'm just like well I I'm am. over it. Yeah. Like, you know, like this is football. I've, I've dealt with loss and wins, you know, for my entire life. You know, some are more dramatic than others. Um, and so that was definitely a dramatic one. But guess what? You move on because you got to go. You got to go with what's next. You know what helps you move on? Not talking about it a bunch. Not yes. just revisiting yes. it over and over and over again. So we're definitely not going to do that here. But, I mean, we do want to we do want to check in with you, man. Like you said, it's been a few weeks. What's going on with you? Any yeah. any, any news to break? Any Anything happen in your world? So, I mean, really, this is my transformation from, right, out of season. But there's this, like, little stretch where we have playoffs where it's still relevant to so do a lot of activations and stuff. And so when this week ends is really when my content and stuff and my off-season programming really starts up. So I'm excited. I got another uh, a content series I'm going to be starting. Mm. I was telling you a little bit about I'm, it. I am excited yeah, about this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically what I'm going to be doing is following my journey back into getting into, into shape. And how I'm going to make it interesting is I'm going to do uh, a combine testing for myself, the Eckler version. There's no 225 reps. It's, it's 315 reps on the bar. 405 Monster. bench squat, or I mean squat <laughs> uh, max, and then also um, yeah, the other 40 and stuff like that. And so be able to measure that, right? Follow my training regimen. I'll post one video a week just talking about what I do and things like that to get myself back into shape and then do a testing, you know, before fall camp. Um, so I'm excited for that journey. Some other journey, obviously the app's going on. Um, building a, a weight room for um, Long Beach Poly um, mm-hmm. High School right now with the foundation. And so really, this is when I get busy. Like mm-hmm. I like to say, like when season starts, I get to finally kind of relax and just focus on football. And then when season stops, it's like, okay, back to building mode, right? right? Building up all the platforms. Yeah, I told you earlier, we're like cut from the same cloth where people is like, oh, season's over. You you must really, it must be real relaxed. I'm like, now this is when like I look at the fact I've got like 70 receivers to start <laughs> right. charting, like game <laughs> film to break down. So uh, you have a lot to catch up on then. Or uh, what? Yeah, being here, man, yeah. doing all this talking, like, now lock me back in my in my film room and uh, <laughs> keep the voice clean for a few weeks. That's, that's really what I'm excited about. But, yeah, right. a lot of big things going on for you. I'm excited about this this uh, this Eckler combine thing, yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. especially the 40, because I'm always curious, like, where guys are at different points in their career. What did, did, were you were you invited to the were you to go to the combine? I didn't go to the combine. I did a pro day though. And I ran a four four three at the at the pro day. So four four three. So what you think you're gonna do? I'm hoping I can stay in the four fours. Right now I'll probably, you know, get a four five just based off of my my, you know, downward trajectory of my my peak performance of, of my muscle structure, you know, during the season. Mm-hmm. Um so it, that's what the offseason's for to build that back up to get, you know, back to peak and you try to maintain as much as you can. But there is, I would say, a decline, um, which is imaginable. You're getting hit, you know, on every weekend. So your body doesn't really have time to, to repair and heal. So 
We'll see. We'll We're see. all in decline, really. You know, four, four. <laughs> very, very true. You know, we were talking about some dark humor. <laughs> you know, we, are, we are all in steady decline. <laughs> right, right. The peak days uh, have, are in the past for us. <laughs> but, hey, you know, we're mentally, we're mentally, we're still, still flourishing, you know, so. <laughs> mentally sharper than ever. Um, uh, can I tell you something new in my life? Yeah, let's, what's going on, and man? I, this is for the, this is for the, this is for the show. This is for the pod. Too. Yeah. I haven't, uh. I haven't officially broken this on the podcast yet. Okay. You ready, you ready for this? Wait a minute. Let's go. You have joined the brotherhood. Well, you have you joined know. the brotherhood of being the bald. Actually, just, the bald brotherhood. Just keep it off now you, at this you, point. You shaved it. Dude, well, after you called yourself bald Jesus, I was, <laughs> I, was, I was like, let me get it. Let me get in on the, on the cult. The first loyal follower. Yeah. Where, uh, oh, God. Where do we mount our church? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Well done. Oh, that was dude, a good yeah. one. That was a comedian over here now. He's on one. He's on one right now. It was time. Oh, man. A lot of, wow. lot of different reasons. But So, uh, wait. Yeah. So, what was the real motive? Well, a couple couple motives. Number one, uh, it does. it's it's thin in back. You know, it, this wow. back here was so, where it was really going. This is the first time you've ever committed it and shaved it all off. Oh, yeah. No, what, that's not true. Actually, I used to have really long hair in high wow. school. And then one day in college, I was like, just buzz it. But like going all the way to the studs, yeah. I can this see is... you with long hair. Long hair, the beard, like coming, trying to come down to here, you know? No, I mean, this was like down. Oh, like. Yeah, like but I didn't have the, the beard down I was, the back. I was, in high, I was in high school. I didn't have the. Yeah, I could see you with the top and it's a pony, like kind of like Kittle has. Like Kittle? Yeah, yeah. Where, and it's like, I, and they shaved the sides. I pitched that to my wife. And nah, she, she wouldn't have that one? No. I said, what if I had, <laughs> I said, what if I had hair like George Kittle? And she's like, what if you were single? I was ah, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I guess no. Right, but That's a no-go then. But yeah, you know, I did shave it. Um, and you know, I feel good about it. Yeah, awesome, man. It. It's honestly the most freeing thing I've ever done. Yeah, so. Is your head cold now? Oh, yeah, I'm putting the hat. Yeah, yeah, the hat back, yeah, that's the main thing is the head. I'm used to it at this point, but yeah, the head gets cold for sure. So yeah, for that's sure. uh, that's my breaking news. Nice, you're, you're, uh talk about being in decline you know uh i'm i'm definitely in decline i'm losing my hair and uh and you, meanwhile you're back to running a look, 40 look, you decline in some things you get raised in others right and the knowledge the life experience right you can always build your body back up to, the, so, to some point um you know when you're not getting hit it always always helps well when um, uh we talk about fitness and motivation and stuff like that it's a pretty big motivator to like stay in good shape and yeah. like try to get ripped when you're bald for me because it's like well the hair was a pretty good asset so i gotta make up like you said decline in some ways get stronger in other exactly. ways so I'm, I'm looking to to keep bulking up more in, in the cool. off season yeah absolutely i mean always to me it's always beach body season i'm actually starting a, a 10 minute ab group as well um on twitch oh yeah was, where can we watch the combine stuff what are you oh so i mean i'll be posting it everywhere i'll post small clips here and there but um uh, YouTube is where the the bigger video will be, probably like five to six minutes long, and then the, we'll put the small clips um, up on Instagram, Twitter, things like that. So it'll be all over the place. Yeah. Maybe I'll have to tune in for one of these ten minute ab things in the, yeah, definitely in the Twitch. Tune in. tune in for any of it, man. There's gonna be a lot of content coming, so I'm excited. Right, I'm keeping keeping the Eckler's edge. Right, it's it's fading now. Right, season's over. Boom, let's get something else going. Right, got to pick it up. How, what's the content change for you, like during the off season? So, like I said, in off season, I mostly. Um, I'm still gonna be still gonna be doing the podcast. Yeah, it's just like more like two times a week as opposed to the fantasy five days a week. Um, Yahoo Fantasy Football Forecast, which you know Eckler's said Yahoo that. Fantasy Football Forecast. It's a mouthful. Yahoo, come on, we got, we gotta do something about this. Can we please get a, a shorter name? Shorter name. Come on, come on. Anyway, uh, okay, I had to put it out there. Anyway, 
You're speaking my language. Bro. All right, hey, I'll say it for you. All right. <laughs> well, 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 Brett and I will discuss it uh, this off season. Brett, Brett and I will be in on on uh, on name discussion. Oh, Brett's coming in here. Oh, he Brett's is. coming in. Stop killing me, guys. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> all, okay. All Brett okay. just saw was uh, like a hey. mountain of work. This about like, <laughs> all, like nobody said, likes the names of any of our pods. <laughs> a mount, a mountain of legal work and and meeting with lawyers and stuff like that. That's what Brett just saw flash uh, before his all eyes. Right, all right, we'll when we'll said all that, name. we'll keep the name. But yeah, no. Uh, mostly what I'm doing in the off season, uh, I spent a lot of time, like I said, doing the charting for reception perception, and and you know, going back and watching the game film for all these receivers and prospects too. That's a, I think that's what people love the most probably uh, this time of year is to, you know, they're got folks are like banging down my door in like December, like yeah, what's the what's the Jackson Smith and Jigba uh, reception perception? Was I'm like. Nice. Let me get nice. to the offseason. They got to know. Like, they want to know which rookies to draft, right? Yeah, I think it's it's something that I've. Uh, come to have an interest in as well it's kind of just seeing some of these rookies that are coming out uh maybe you know just reach out my hand and see if they want to you know have some have some type of sit down conversation whether it's on a podcast whether it's you know um, just you know one-on-one outside of football as well too just just to kind of help these guys make that transition and just kind of give them some insight um uh, just especially for my journey and how far it's come and where i'm at now so yeah i'm looking forward to seeing these rookies um, especially well. rookie wideouts it's been a pretty big trend the last two years that you know these guys don't start super fast but they can be like legit fantasy league winners in the second half of the year when they like we talked about uh justin fields the interview is going to be on the pod but we talked to him before this like once they get the terminology down once they get the language down to the offense and you know they transition from college route concepts to more pro route concepts these guys like christian watson good example with the the packers this year you know, pretty much did nothing in the first half of the year but once he kind of got that timing and rhythm and maybe trust yeah. with rogers he was putting up it, big numbers it, to end the year it takes a while like it's not just you come in and then you start playing and like <laughs> there's there's guys that have been playing for six years in front of you, five years in front of you, two years in front of you, right? Just a year in front of you makes such a big difference from the mental aspect. You might be more physically gifted than someone and you that might give you opportunities, but for you to actually catch up and be on the same page as far as how an offense is run in the NFL, it takes time. And it's not only time, but it takes experience too that you can't get unless you're actually like playing the sport. So you're not getting you can study the playbook as much as you want outside in the offseason. But if unless you're getting on the field with your quarterback, right, like like Justin said, he um, he was going to be getting on, um, you know, just getting the mesh with some of his younger mm-hmm. guys. Um, like you got to go out there and actually be running the routes together. You got to be in the offseason, like being together. Um, that's going to help you. That's going to help you make those leaps and bounds as a rookie getting into into your program. So that's, that's stuff like that. I want to talk to them about like, hey, if you can get in the group chats, find out where the team's at and make sure you're around that because it's going to help you get acclimated a lot faster. And different coaches have uh, different expectations too for you. Um, yeah, I was. I remember this great story uh, about Sean Payton, who's in your division now. That like he is so specific about receiver depth, like with with their with their routes and stuff. That he would go out to you know if it needed to be an eight yard route, he'd go out to the eight yard line and throw his hat down and be like, "Do not go pa- an inch past, right, like an right. inch past this." <laughs> and like guys don't know that until they experience right. it on the practice field, right. and the more and more, and like then. It's just it's just body rep. Well, there's also emotion that goes into that too, right? When when your head coach is out there, right? Your head coach, not even your receiver coach, right, is out right. there saying like you can't go past this. Like that has a lot of weight that holds with it on your emotions. Like okay, like like this is my job. You yeah, know, my longevity of my job depends on me getting to my right depth, right? You know the seriousness of of the uh, the details, you know. So and when you're sure. younger too, I've this I don't do this as much anymore, but I know when I was younger, I was like. 
somebody told me not to do something to do. like now I got yeah. I got to focus on not doing it. I got to focus on yeah, not doing yeah, it. And yeah. then you end up doing it. You know, it's like when you're <laughs> like when you're a kid and your mom's like, don't touch that, like, don't touch that hot stove. Right, right, right. And, and then like, curious and you're, you're like, curious, oh, I don't know what's thing. gonna happen if yeah. I do. And then you, yeah, yeah, for sure. You touch and you find out. You it get burnt. You definitely get burnt. It's part of it's part of the growing process. You go through growing pains, as I call it, right? You yeah. Know? So uh, I'm excited to to check out these rookies. Uh, but talking about offensive transitions. New yeah. offensive coordinator for yeah. um, for the Chargers, Kellen Moore, coming over from the Dallas Cowboys. I know there's a lot of people excited about it. Um, you know how do you, how did you feel when you heard the news about Lombardi and then the the move to Kellen Moore? Yeah, you know, um, I've I've actually had this a couple times, and it's like I've just thought about it. It's like like we were trending up with Joe like the mm-hmm. past two years, right? Barely missed the playoffs, right? And then we finally get into the playoffs um, with him as our offensive coordinator, and like. To me, I'm like, oh, yeah, like we're we're, right, we're trending in the right direction. That's what you want, right? Um, but for you know some reasons, you know, organizations make moves whether it's for chemistry, maybe they want to try something new, and so yeah, we get Kellen Moore, right? Who's kind of had the same thing. I feel like with Dallas, right, yeah. where he's in the top categories as far as statistics for his offense and doing this and that and this, and it's like, well, they got rid of him too, so it's like, ah, oh, maybe we're doing this new shuffle, right, to see see if a new chemistry will work out for us. Uh, obviously, we have a lot of playmakers on offense. Um, and so it's like, okay, let's see if we can put, you know, a new style of coaching with our playmakers together to make some type of chemistry, which is what it takes. It takes the meshing of our, our coordinator, the play calling, and then all of our talent to go out there and actually get it done and get it executed. Um, and so, yeah, I had no no bad things to say about Joe. You know, scored 40 touchdowns underneath the guy. So, right, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how can I, yeah. you know, like this man, like uh, I was efficient, I feel like, in his offense. And I, I enjoyed that. You know, we made some pretty good runs. Um, we were in the middle of the pack. We needed, we were trying to separate, right? But I feel like there's other factors that really played into that, considering we lost our top three receivers in the first, you know, whatever weeks, two, three weeks. O-line um, injuries. Yeah, yeah, a defensive injury. And so the fact that we got to where we were, I was like, yeah, like, we get, we got a crew here. Uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're finding ways to get it done. And to me, it's like, what do you want from a coach? You want a coach that gives you a chance to get to the playoffs, right? And then when you get in the playoffs, okay, now we can see, we can, you know, address that from there. Um, and so – you know, we got Kellen, you know, obviously they made the playoffs. So boom, he's got that resume. So, all right, that's guy, that's the guy who's going to be able to give us a chance. And now hopefully we can go beyond that. Yeah. I think you said at different points, uh, like throughout the show this year that, Hey, if like certain expectations aren't met, like changes will be made, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. So I think obviously some in the organization felt that there was meat left on the bone and, and they hope Kellen's the guy who can come yeah, pull, you, pull the meat off the rib. It's crazy because if you're average or just good, you'll your your job is up for jeopardy. Like yeah, the only way your job is not if 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 you're great. Like you're great, then okay, you're you're established, right? Yeah. They're gonna pay you. They're gonna lock you into a contract. You're good. Ah, uh, you're probably still gonna be on vet minimum. You know, I got a lot of buddies that are good at playing football, and it's like they get a one year deal, one year deal, right? Because they're they're like ah, we can't really fully commit on you, but we like having you around, and so it's like that weird spot where it's like you're above average but not like lock you into a full contract type player um and the same thing with coaches like you might be good but it's like we have a position right now where we have so much talent on the team it's like we need we something just we, be good we need something to push us over the edge so it might not even been all joe's fault right yeah. it's the whole team that puts together but they're like all right well let's try something else let's mm-hmm. try something new and he might have got the fault because of that and so obviously i'm not in on those conversations but you know, I, I loved having Joe there, and then you know, hopefully, it's a good mess with Kellen. Yeah, as we talked about, like with with Justin Herbert. Not that you want to sit here and be like, he's great, he's awesome. <laughs> Hang on a second, I got it in my pocket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <we> go. <laughs> unbelievable arm talent, can make plays on yeah, the move, yeah. all that. You know, cannon for a right yeah, arm. Very smart, dedicated. You yeah, know. Just, 
You know, he's hell, been hell learning. You know, he's getting experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a shoulder surgery. I didn't even. Uh, yeah. Damn. On his, off, on his off shoulder. Yeah. On his left one. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I mean, I didn't. It's just like. Yeah. It's still you never sucks. know what's going on. Yeah. Um, but my point in saying that is like when you have a guy like that, it's like being good isn't good enough. You know, you got to be great. And, and there's yeah. a lot that goes into it. And there is. It, it takes a village, right? It's not just one person's fault. Like, even if I go back to the Jags game, like. The you don't have to go back. I know, but it, it's, it, it's a good example. It's the most recent. Like, we're up 27 to 0 at one point in the game. There's not one side of the ball that can just lose you that big of a lead, right? It's, it's, it's going to be all of us. Like, offense apparently didn't do anything. We only scored three points in the second half. Defense was giving up big plays in the second half, right? Special teams, I think we missed a field goal. And then, so it's like all of us had our hand in that. Maybe better plays could have been called. We probably could have played better um, in that second half. We definitely could have. And so it's like the village helped us build it up, but also we tore it down together as yeah, well. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so it's really hard to pinpoint like this is the problem get them out of here you know yeah. type of thing because it's so many factors and so you know some people and, and just in life in general have to take they get moved out and other people get moved in for them and it's like are you the sacrificial lamb maybe maybe yeah. you were yeah. you know <laughs> so i feel like uh, people often don't want to accept that like both things can be true yeah but it's so true in life it's so true in football yeah. this is definitely one of those things in football it's like it's a it's a life lesson, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's not always just one thing that's led you to this point. Uh, whether that point is good or bad, it can be a variety of different things. And it, it, just going back, this is so like integrated into life and what we do. You know, there's sometimes where it's like we don't know. Well, a lot of times we don't know the full picture. There's changes that are made for reasons maybe beyond the uh, the knowing of us, right? Based on that information that we know, uh, maybe there are motives that have changed. And so, regardless, there's going to be change and that change brings new opportunities like all the people all my coaches that I have right now have been there because the coaches before them were fired right yeah. and so it's like yeah. we've been able to build that because there was change right and so now we're making another change we'll see how it plays out and so change is not a bad thing change is actually really good it's how you adapt it's how you learn about yourself and so um like I said you know I wish the best for Joe I know he'll you know be picked up somewhere else yeah. and, and you know he'll be you know a part of football for forever you know just just ingrained in his in his blood um but yeah you know that's the, the fluid movement of the NFL, right? The mix-up, right? And the change. And so, Kellen coming in, um, let's hope we can make it 25 touchdowns next year. Shoot, let's hope <laughs> Let's hope that's in the script, pal. Yeah, I know. I, I know. We get him next week, you know, after the Super Bowl. So, I'll let you know. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. If you, can, you, can you send me an advanced copy of the script? Uh, no, because then I'll get the injury script. No, I'm, I'm just oh, so I just play. There's no script, people. There's no script. Get this out of your mind. Was uh, that not the most, like, amazing uh, – yeah, the conspiracy theory ever great. though. That is great. Well, it's just because, man, the NFL is so unpredictable. Yeah, like, so unpredictable. And so, like, he's like, look at our game. Our game's like the perfect example of football. Yeah, you know of how is how crazy it is, exciting it is, how things can drastically change like that. It's like ups and downs and emotions and woos and nos and all of it at one time. And you're like, ah, you know. So know. that's why people are glued to it. People are betting on it. People are invested in it. We got fans flying in from everywhere, right? All the TVs, you know, and so all this, all this, all, non- yeah, all this going all on this, here, right, is all justified because of this amazing sport and the depth to it. And so, man, yeah, there, there's no script. It's just the the thing that makes it as exciting as it is is because all of us care so much about it and we yeah. all go so hard that when it's like what we thought was supposed to happen doesn't happen we're like there's got to be a reason behind it you know and so now the conspiracy stick and it's kind of yeah. funny because it's like maybe yeah maybe. yeah and i mean it is such a crazy unpredictable sport but that's why <laughs> that's why we love it and sometimes you just like people don't want to accept that life is just unpredictable sometimes yeah. and sometimes like, and, well, no one likes to lose either yeah so if their team loses like 
Nah, there had to be. Nah. There had to be a it reason. It was the refs. There had. It to, was yeah. this guy. Yeah. It was you know they they got to like define it by putting it on somebody you know. Yeah. And that's the same thing with fantasy where it's like you yeah. lost me my game because you didn't <laughs> score thirty points you know and it's like they so we need something to blame right. One hundred percent. That's just it's human nature. That it is it definitely really is. uh definitely human nature. One of the yes. one of the flaws of uh yes one of the flaws yes. of human beings that's for sure. Well. That was great uh, talk on human nature. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm sure we could really, really existential stuff from us today. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's throw it to our interviews here that we did on Radio Row. We got some absolute heaters for you guys to check out. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right, excited to be joined by one of my favorites, Stefan Diggs. Stefan, what's going on, buddy? What's up, bro? Thanks for having me on. I know it's early. Good morning, man. No, it is. Radio Row, you go all day, man. Mm-hmm. Ready to go. <laughs> days, ready to go. It's like day three, like day six for Matt. They all run together. I, I'm very much sick of the sound of my own voice. <laughs> I hope other people are, are not, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've been asking everybody that comes on. Uh, you know, we know you did a ton of interviews yesterday, today. What's the one question that you've been getting that you're, being sick, you're sick of being asked? Uh... I ain't sick yet, so I don't oh, know. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's just started, so it's fresh. I'll let you know the real soon. Maybe you ask it. You I will. That's know. what I'm trying to avoid, man. <laughs> I'm just messing. It's all good. Well, I'll give you one of mine that's, that sticks out, the Super Bowl prediction. Oh, yeah. I'm just I'm like, I'm like, man, whatever. Like, come on. Come on. I, I, you know. We're not supposed to care. But, exactly. Yeah, so exactly. I get it. So, wait. So, you have one, then? Yeah, I think the Kansas City Chiefs probably going to win. Chiefs are? Mm-hmm. See, I've been leaning towards the Eagles. That makes sense. All right. You played the Eagles? Uh, no, we didn't play them. Oh. We played Chiefs twice, though. And well, man, I, know, I know. Bro, they're so sticky, man. They <laughs> stick around, bro. You know, so. But anyway, anyway. What a mess. Uh, well, you're here on behalf of Downey. Yeah. Tell us what you got going on with them. I'm um, here on behalf of Downey Unstoppables. Um, uh, they they pick me because, you know, I try to dress fresh and clean. You know what I'm saying? They keep you fresh and clean. They uh, they smell amazing. If you don't believe me, you can sniff it yourself. Oh, wow. We got, we got samples. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Sheesh. I mean, it smells incredible. There we go. There <laughs> all right, right. I'm right. a product right now. It's there we go. It's actually, yeah. It keeps me keeps me smelling halfway decent. There you go. Halfway decent, best that best that we can hope for, there right? You go. know. There we go. Uh, you mentioned Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. They're in a, they're in the Super Bowl. AFC man, tough run. Uh, this this postseason. Uh, you guys had a strong performance against Miami Dolphins. Faltered uh, against the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. Where are we feeling about the Bills as the season ends here? It's a little rough right now, especially considering everything that uh, happened throughout this year. You know, we battled a lot of trials and tribulations, a lot of adversity. You know, every year is a different year, you know, as you can, as you know. So uh, it's definitely in that spot of, you know, we had we had everything we wanted in front of us and came a little, came a little short. So uh, you're definitely going to be frustrated and a little bit, you know, feeling the way about it. But until then, Got to get back to the drawing board, kind of figure it out, figure out what's what, figure out what makes sense. Let me ask you this, because I get this question. It's how do you, I guess, analyze your season as a successful season? Are you like, hey, it's Super Bowl or bust? Or is it like, like how do you analyze the success of your season? I mean, I feel like the, it also depends on what kind of team you have. Uh, you know, we've had a group that's kind of been together for a while. You know, of course, like at this point, we don't want nothing but a Super Bowl ring. So right. it's like, of course, it's like 
necessarily not Super Bowl or bust, but that's all you're aiming for. That's all anybody's aiming for, you know. Uh, different teams are in different circumstances. Like, say, for instance, you of eight and eight or 500 right. team. It's like, right. yeah, you just want to do better than you did last year. Right. The closer you get, the more the more you uh, feel obligated to win the Super Bowl. So it's like we've been close for three years in a row. So it's like this, all right, now. Right. You know what I'm saying like right. what we're what, what, what we doing? What's going on here? We yeah. gotta figure out what's what or figure out why we're not getting over the hump. For sure. And it's tough. Only one team wins it every year. Yeah. So, so if you fall if, mm-hmm. if it's not one of them, it's what? Right. Yeah. Thirty one other teams, 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 teams that bust like, yeah, you yeah, ain't doing right. Right. Something right. ain't right over there. So. now yeah, it's definitely different teams are in different spots. Uh you mentioned obviously that you guys are you've been close. Right there, um, you know, we talked to you, or I talked to you before the season, and then we talked to Josh in the middle of the year. I feel like your guys' connection from an on-field standpoint really took another jump this year. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we see quarterback and wide receiver connections that have been together for a long time. Like, I always come back to Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Like, those guys had a mind meld by the mm-hmm. time right before they split up. Did you and Josh kind of get on that page this year where, listen, he knows what you're doing you know what he's doing, and it just goes out there, and you're in sync. Yeah, I mean, at, at, at times, yes. You know, throughout this year, it was, it was a crazy year, especially for us. I feel like it was it was a little weird dynamic because the first nine games, we had, like, a real, like, formula and recipe on how we were winning. And then that last last iteration on towards the back end, we kind of were just kind of figuring out ways to win, which wasn't bad for us, but kind of got us got us away from what we were consistently doing. You know, so for me, uh, I feel like at times, yeah, and then other times we kind of got away from it. So, uh, we carried that same team in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of like playing left-handed or figuring out ways to win, it's not necessarily a bad spot, but you're not necessarily back to being like who you built to be at identity throughout the season. So uh, we definitely had success, a lot of success. Uh, I feel like it's, it was more out there for us because, you know, especially with that last game and how it ended, um, we had a lot more football to play, but, you know, back to the drawing board, I guess. It's crazy to me to listen to teams like you guys, what, lost three games in the regular yeah. season? Right, they play at such a high level. You guys yeah. are playing at such a high level. And you, <laughs> you, you hear talking about him going through adversities. We're trying to find yeah. get, get ways to win. They only lost three games in the regular yeah. season where we were like in the mid, we were in the middle of the pack, right? Yeah. We're barely winning games yeah. out here. We're trying to find the only way we're winning is by barely winning, like trying to find a way to win. You know, that was just our identity. Yeah. We, we had a bunch of adversities, injuries, all this stuff that were holding us back. And so it's just crazy to hear the mindset because regardless if you're on the top, if you're in the middle or you're the bottom, it's the same thing. We're all going through adversities trying tough. to find a way to be consistent and win, man. It's so tough. Just The AFC is tough. Yeah. In my yeah. opinion, the AFC yeah. is the more tough yes. division. You know yeah. We got some of the best teams. I'm not saying the NFC doesn't have teams, but you're playing a lot of talent consistently in that AFC, and I feel like uh, you lose three games, people don't want you to lose at all. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If you're in the middle, it's kind of like not a bad spot to be in, but it's like, all right, we yeah. expect them. They're going to they gonna have a couple good games. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? It just, I guess when you lead them from the front, it's just like, all right, you're supposed to win. We, yeah. we expect you to win. I feel like we were the dark horse, and everybody really was betting on us to really go like, all right, this is the year. You know what I'm saying? That would have been a perfect fairy tale story, but, you know, this is the real, real world. You know, it's a lot mm-hmm. of other teams competing at a high level, giving it everything they got. Y'all have some wild games, man. Yeah, yeah. You guys, sure. you guys, you guys sure. helped the ratings for sure this year. I'll say that. <laughs> well, you had a good script. Yeah, for sure. I was yeah. part of the script. That's yeah. all. You just part of the script. Right, we all are, right? right. Yeah. I mean, shout out to you guys for that. I, I could never do those lines. Uh, you know, I could never just hit the script yeah, like yeah, that. I'm more of an improver. So <laughs> Me too. Me I, I too. guess that's why I didn't make it as an NFL player. I get, I get uh, you know, oh, that's probably man. what it was. Coachable. Okay. Uh, and yeah, AFC, man, it, there's so many good quarterbacks, right? Like, I yeah. mean, it, and that's the crazy thing. We talk about Super Bowl or bust. Like, with guys like, Mahomes, Allen, you know, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, like mm. so one of these guys is like not going to win like two Super Bowls. Like it's yeah. really hard to win 100%. two, you know, and, and that's that's a crazy to think that 
we're going to get to a point looking back on, on these guys' careers, and they're all so young still at this yeah, point, all these guys 100%. are. And you guys are still young. Um, I'm the old, I'm the old <laughs> ass man here on the, on the stage. It's just crazy to think, like, in career retrospect, like, what the amount of strength right now in the quarterback position in that conference. We'll have, like, the next 10 years of good quarterback mm -hmm. play barring no injuries from those guys. It's just, like, you see them play at a high level, and it's like, damn, like, have we seen football played at this high of a level uh, since football has started or other quarterbacks? I've seen some great quarterbacks. I'm not going to say I haven't. But this many at one time and so young, I don't know. Yeah. It's, I feel like it's like the new wave, right? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. you went through like Manning, Breeze, you know. Uh, Brady. Uh, Brady. Both right? Manning. Yeah, both Manning. Yeah, yeah. And all these. This, and I feel like now we're in this new wave of quarterbacks, the older yeah, version, so. right? Because these quarterbacks, man, they play for so long, right? So you it's, get established. It and seems like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like we got used to Big Ben until we didn't see right. Big Ben no more. Right. right. Like, exactly. damn. Like, exactly. Well, I thought he was going to play forever. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well. Felt like he did play. He played for a damn long time. That's for sure. That was a long, long time. Hey, we're gonna get you out of here. One last question okay. here. We got to ask you about Demar gotcha. and seeing him make this. You know, I'm not gonna say full recovery, or anything yeah. like that, because we still got a long way to go. But mm -hmm. man, seeing him on the stage this weekend, how big of a moment has that been? Like a moment of rejoice, a moment, a moment of triumph. It's just like uh, all the prayers were answered you know yeah. saying, throughout the world. Everybody who put the good energy in the world, it came back to us. You know what I'm saying? It kind of gave you hope again that, you know what I'm saying? If you pray, you pray hard and long, you ask God, uh, he'll make some things happen. You know what I'm saying? He'll make them at, happen as, at his pace, of course. So uh, we're just thankful for it, thankful to see him, you know, thankful to see him just alive and well, like, just normal again. And it's just like, all right, a moment of uh, everybody can have a sigh of relief. Like, absolutely. Saying? Feels great, man. Hey, appreciate your time, Stefan. Thank Thanks so much appreciate for, you for having me. Yes, Thank absolutely. you so much. Thanks, bro. Appreciate absolutely. You. Thanks, bro. Appreciate you. Excited now to be joined by Bears quarterback Justin Fields. Justin, what's going on, man? Not much. How y'all doing? Doing all right? Doing good. No complaints. Yeah. Been busy. A lot of interviews. Yeah, I mean, you know, day two today, so this is number two for me today. And then, you know, I'll probably have a few afterwards, so yeah. yeah Austin man. and I are curious. What is the one question that you've been asked that you're sick of being asked? Um, You know, of course, we have the number one pick next year. So mm. uh, asking me what I would do with the pick, you know, if I were the GM. But, you know, I just keep saying that. It's not my job. My job is to play football. So, uh, you know, yeah, that's probably the one yeah. question. I feel yeah. that. I feel like yeah. I have like 10 questions that I don't want to be asked anymore. But, you know, <laughs> it's still the top questions. Yeah. Um, we can save that for another time. But yeah, yeah. we'll save that one. Hey, you're here on behalf of Marriott Bonvoy. Tell us a little bit about what you got going on. Now. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Marriott Bonvoy, um, I got a chance last week to uh, get together with a couple um, and kind of style them uh, with three outfits, you know, for this week and this weekend. Um, you know, one of the outfits was their airport outfit, you know, getting here. And the second one was for the NFL honors last night. And the third one was for the uh, uh, Super Bowl. And there's a courtyard, you know, house party. So, I mean, it was cool, you know, getting together, getting together with them and, you know, being able to, you know, share that moment with them. And, um, you know, Marriott Bonvoy, they've been, you know, uh, allowing access to uh, members to, you know, NFL events since 2016. So um, really just, you know, kind of started getting involved with that last year so i mean it's been awesome just to getting to know everybody and you know if you're a marriott bonvoy member you can you know sign up or you know uh try to get into an event i think the website's moments.marriottbonvoy.com i think that's the website but yeah if you guys uh are a Mar marriott bonvoy number um you know, you Heck yeah try to get in those uh events for sure shout so. out to marriott yes sir i mean a little uh style tips that'd be nice i could probably i could probably use the help I mean, 
I like the simple. You know, you got the button down jeans. Yeah, what's up, bro? I feel like this is your style. Yeah, this is this is about as good as it gets, man. Yeah, so. Yeah, no. so you're good. My my girlfriend luckily is my stylist, so because yeah. I, I, I like I that got right thing. There. I appreciate it's it, man. Nice I appreciate fit, it. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, that's that's the Adidas shout out too. So <laughs> I 100 percent texted my wife this morning. Said which hat with this shirt? Like, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I have like yeah, five yeah, or six yeah. with me. So yeah. we could all use a little help. So shout out to you for helping the helping the folks out there, Justin. I feel like. Right around maybe was it after week six, week seven, that TNF game against the uh, Washington Commanders, mm-hmm. it felt like from that point on, you kind of became more a focal part of the Bears' rushing game. Was that like a collaborative approach with you and offensive coordinator Luke Getze, or uh, how did that kind of come about? Yeah, I think so. And of course, you know, last year was you know his first year being an offensive coordinator, so uh, not many people think this or you know think of this perspective. But you know, he has to learn what we did well as an offense. You know what. Our offensive line did well, what our running backs did well, and what our receivers did well. So, I mean, you know, you have to go through preseason training camp and, you know, kind of just get a feel out in the game on how that is. And, you know, of course, after, you know, that Thursday night football game, like you said, um, we kind of got in a row scoring 30 points a game and stuff like that. So, um, I mean, it was awesome to see that. So, uh, you know, hopefully next year we just hope to, you know, start fast like that and be able to maintain it throughout the whole year. You know, it's, it's one of the most annoying things, I think, when I'm on the sideline and we're playing a team and they have a mobile quarterback. Yeah, like Justin, and everyone's locked down, and then all yeah. of a sudden you guys take off. Especially I'm just on like, third down. I'm yeah. like, God, so. like, can we? Yeah, no. And you know, there's only one 1,000 yard rusher on set today. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, no. A and, spoiler alert: it's not know, me, and it's just... and it's not me either. <laughs> you know, this man's getting it done. So yeah. good stuff, man. Heck Appreciate yeah, man. It, bro. No doubt. Yeah, it, it's literally just math, right? Like you don't even need to be a football expert to know, like when a quarterback can run like that, it changes the, mm. it changes the math for the defense. We got a guy in the Super Bowl, Jalen Hurts, who's kind of cut from that same cloth. That mm-hmm. man, you can have the right answer for the receivers, you can have the right answer for the running game, and then yeah, third down, the quarterback takes off. It's it's Legs a back come alive. Man. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, what did you say? Uh, Brandon Staley says that in the. Like, in, yeah, in he always zone, says right? the legs come alive, the quarterback's legs come alive in the red zone. Man. Yeah. But his his red zone's the entire field, man. He's just running, running, and not just running, but making dudes miss, like yeah. athletic, man. So I'm excited to see your career pro- progress, yeah. man. Appreciate you yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah sure. for sure. Justin, uh, we talk a lot of fantasy football here on Eckler's Edge. Austin's really into the fantasy community, engaging mm-hmm. with folks out there. Let me tell you what, when you get a quarterback rushing for 1,000 yards, that's a good thing in fantasy. Yeah. Uh, did you get a lot of engagement from folks this year? What was your experience with the fantasy? I community? did. Of course, you know, on social media, I got a lot of mentions, got a lot of tags or whatever, comments saying that, you know, I saved their fantasy team. So, you know, I was happy to do that. Uh, happy to put up some points for them. And, you know, I think, you know, early in the year, I wasn't doing that. But, of course, you know, middle season to the end of the season, I was putting up points for all the uh, fantasy owners out there that had me on their team. So, you know, that was awesome to do and, you know, awesome to, uh, you know, see them when they're fantasy league. yeah and let yeah. me let me give you this nugget because there's a lot of there's a lot of ups and downs and you know of how people feel about fantasy you know mm-hmm. for me like i love fantasy but not because of like i love to play the game yeah. and get people like oh i want to win people's games but because there's it's a, the easiest community to tap into that's right in front of us as nfl players yeah there's there's millions of people that play fantasy football and bet mm-hmm. on sports right and they're yeah. betting on us right and so it's like man that's that's low-hanging fruit for us to tap in and be like hey appreciate y'all fantasy owners you know once a week and then boom mm-hmm. they just embrace you they lift yeah. you up on this pedestal nah, for uh, sure. especially when you can produce like yourself you know exactly in but multiple the only ways. the only thing is is when you don't produce like you're supposed to so and they're, you gotta they're look, on you, you gotta, yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure, that's the only for thing. sure. look you gotta look through the toxicity, toxicity. toxicity. Yeah. there you go yeah. Yeah. Nah. you gotta look through that that's because definitely. you know for the most part there's people trying to support you because they're rooting for you because they got they got they're invested in you exactly. literally you know yeah. Um, but yeah you can't get too invested just keep it from a te- I keep it from a ten thousand foot view I appreciate everyone that's appreciating me yeah, you know for sure absolutely for sure. In the same it's way pro- probably eighty percent good twenty percent bad 
Depends on the week. Depends on the week. Yeah, depends on the week. Depends on the week. So it's definitely perspective. Um, well, Justin, you know, there's been again. I mentioned Jalen Hurts, like a you know guy on a rookie contract ends mm-hmm. up taking over uh, for Carson Wentz, and th- this Eagles team is kind of built around him like you know they've stacked the deck to make his life easier first round receiver and Devonte smith um you know they'll go out and trade for aj brown i know we're not going to ask you about what would you do with the double one pick yeah, justin yeah. or anything like that but the bears do have a wealth of resources how do you think this offense as a whole can kind of take the next step after the identity that you built last year uh yeah i mean i think you know just keep improving uh you know of course there's going to be you know new guys on the team this year so uh whoever does come on the team this year just being able to come into training camp and, you know, learn the offense. And, you know, there were some guys that we got last year throughout the season in the middle, in the midst of the season to where, you know, uh, our offense is very complicated. So, you know, although they were, you know, running the plays, they weren't really tapped in on the details like that because there's, I mean, this offense is so, you got to be so locked in onto the details. So it's going to be good, you know, for them to uh, just, you know, be, be able to learn this off season and, you know, be, be able to really, kind of get the hang down of, you know, all the intricacies and all the details in our offense. So it's going to be awesome to see next year. Yeah, that's one of the things I think is overlooked, right, from a fan's perspective. Yeah. Where it's like a fan's like, oh, why aren't they just, they have all these players, why are they not playing at this high level? It's not, you don't just go out there and play. Like, that's not how it works, right? We have to have this chemistry. We got to be on the same page. The timing, all of this stuff has to be down, right? Um, You have all these adversities throughout injuries, you know, through, you know, maybe you're having a good game, bad game, things like that. Um, And so, yeah. The stuff you're talking about, you know, the offseason is huge for that, right? To yeah. build the chemistry, to get into um, – you guys have the same offensive coordinator coming back? Yeah, we do. So, yeah, get into the, get into the playbook. Now you guys can exactly. get a second year, another year of being around the same type of language, right? Yeah. Um, and it just helps you solidify yourself as an offense so you can all be on the same page. Yeah, and then last year, you know, once you, – you probably noticed when guys don't really know the – intricacies and details of the offense they can't play confident so they're not playing 100% at full speed and you know that you know messes up the timing of the quarterback's feed and stuff like that so I mean it's going to be you know awesome to see you know next year coming in with you know guys knowing the offense already that they can play at 100% you know and you know fully confident yeah what they're doing so language is a good way of putting it and I think that's a good way for like fans to understand like guy like Chase Claypool gets traded to you guys in the middle of the season Mm. I I don't know the terminology of either offense but I can tell you watching them on film watching you guys on film the route concepts are different the route combinations are different so it's like having to learn a whole new language in the middle of the year I think that's a good way for people to understand it yeah well, hey, Justin, really appreciate your time today, man. This was awesome. We're rooting for you in year two and uh, maybe another 1,000-yard season. Uh, yeah, here, I mean, you. I hope I don't have to run that much. but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that would be nice, Never right? Yeah. That would be nice, sure. yeah. For sure. Yeah, you get sure. it done either way, man. Yeah. That's what matters. Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah, man. Thanks Always. for coming on, brother. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate you guys. Appreciate your time, man. Yep. All right, hype now to be joined by Brown's stud pass rusher, Miles Garrett. Miles, what's going on, man? Yeah, just taking it all in. I'm just trying to have a good time. How are y'all? Doing well, man. That's, I feel like that's what radio is about. Relax, you know, have some conversations, support some brands, right? Meet some new people. That's a good time. How's uh, how's your journey been so far? Is your first day in? What's going on? Uh, first day in. You know, just, uh, just traveling, trying to take a take a trip around uh, Phoenix and see uh, see all the sights. You know, I yeah. know I got some some work and some some business and pleasure along the way, but mm-hmm. you know, it's my second time in Phoenix. I didn't really get to get out, so I was trying to trying to get around, see some sights. Pretty walkable city. I found really it's my first time like spending a lot of time in Phoenix. I've usually only driven through. Drove through in the summer. Don't recommend doing that. This is a good time of year to be here. For you know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a Dallas boy, so you know, oh, yeah, I yeah. enjoy the heat. But I think if, if I can take a scooter, I'm gonna take a scooter. I don't get the chance pretty often. <laughs> nice. I'm not I'm not trying to walk, so we'll, right. we'll see what I can get get into. Uh, we like to ask people here, what's the question that you've been getting? And I guess you've only been here 
today, but maybe just in general. What's the question that you've been getting that you're sick of being asked? Uh, how's your toe? Yeah. Mm. So I, well, I've learned doing the show with this guy, like, uh, don't be just uh, poking ask, and prodding on the yeah, injuries yeah, yeah. all the time. There's, there's strategic ways to ask things. You know, like, if, if you're to- or you have some injury coming back, like, hey, like, when, like, when do you think you're going to feel, like, best? Like, how's, it, how's your progress been? Like, don't be like, hey, just, like, what's going on? Like, get direct to it. Like, I feel like you have to, like, sugarcoat a little bit, you know? So I've been, I've been teaching Matt how to ask questions all, yeah, all year. it's good to know. So yeah, I'm not yeah. one of these, you know, media goofballs just making a fool of myself <laughs> out there. Exactly. He's got to teach you the <laughs> – Right, right. The ins and outs of how to talk to the athletes. How to act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely don't know how to do that. Uh, all right, you're here on behalf of Gatorade Fast Twitch. I, I got one of these bad boys here. I see caffeine and electrolytes. Yeah. Austin is a you know he's a good clean guy. <laughs> I I like to you know maybe sat, have some fun. This 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 might be good for me. I, I think it's the best of both worlds. Yeah. You know, he's a good clean guy. You can ask. I, I consider my good myself a good clean guy. But you know if you if you like energy drinks and like monster stuff like that, you can also you know tap over into that world because I mean. Having electrolytes and having caffeine, you no, know, it's 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 good. It's like you know, wake up in the morning, or right before you're you're going to work out or play in the game. So it's it's a little bit of both. I think the reason I don't do it is because I'm already too juiced up. So if I had it, I might be like over the top, you know, I might get the eye twitch going and stuff like that. So I've you know, already see seen it. the eye twitch many <laughs> many many times <laughs> on the other end. Oh, the the top, you know, yeah, I'm just like, hey guys, you guys ready to go? You know, the jitters, but uh, no, good stuff, man. Awesome. No sugar either. Oh, yeah, let's go. Yeah, that's impressive. Here, you, go. you can have yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, hold on to it. Thanks, man. Yeah, appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Miles, yeah. man, uh, one thing I wanted to ask you about was Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. You know, start a lot of games for you guys this year. He's a free agent this year as well. A lot of teams, you know, potentially looking for help at quarterback. What did he bring to you guys? I think he really outkicked expectations this year. He did. I mean, I think he played himself into a starting role, you know, wherever he goes to next. And uh, um, he looked good for his, for his time, you know. For you know what he knew of his situation, he knew that uh, he wasn't going to have that starting role. But he still attacked it. You know every single every single day, whether it was practice, whether it was a game. You know he he made the most of those opportunities. You know he was he was a great leader, and something that you know offensive side needed a lot of. You know coming off of you know a quarterback switch and you know a tumultuous year with you no know, guys coming in and out. You know he really you know brought a, a kind of you know. A authority figure, someone to look up to, someone to respect, and uh, you no, know, really to to you no know, go see and uh, get some guidance because you know you had a lot of guys who who are younger coming in. You now we got in the draft, and you know they they really needed someone to to speak to and and, uh, and help uh, see them through the process. Right. You know what I was surprised by is this man is low key like elusive and can run. <laughs> Like he's a big dude, right? Like he he, he stepped out of so many sacks. Where I oh was my! Like, it's, I was just talking about Justin Fields just on here. I'm like, it's so annoying when these quarterbacks get out and run. You know, <laughs> you know, you're going after him. You're running. I'm like, it's so annoying when you're on the sideline and the, the quarterbacks are elusive and they start running or they slip through the tackles. I'm like, come on, man. Um, and yeah, I remember you know just watching him play and just like, how is this guy getting around? And then he's he's skirting down the sideline, man. I'm uh, like, I'm like Kobe. Like after the first game, I was like. You didn't tell us you weren't fast. <laughs> right. Like, we just assumed. I'm like, there's right. no way you got on the open right. field and that was your full speed. Right. He was like, I didn't tell you I was, I was fast. Right. But I was like, he was like, but they're not going to take me down. I was like, hey, if you can guarantee me that, we're, we're cool. But, yeah, I mean, man. when I speak to a pass rusher, like, I spoke to Vaughn, and, uh, I mean, he told me that 
that Jacoby was one of the hardest to take down, mm-hmm. like across the league, mm-hmm. and like you see it, you no know, game yeah. after game, he was just you no know, stepping out of, out of sack, you no know, spinning guys off or shrugging guys off. It's like you no, know, he has you no know, that, yeah, that powder sit in the pocket and just you know deliver throws with, without being undeterred because he knows he can get out and slip out of stuff like that. I mean, the quarterback sneak too. Even when he wasn't starting games, he was like being thrown out there in those situations because he's that good at you know Jalen Hurts in the Super Bowl. The Eagles are like a dominant quarterback uh sneak team but Jacoby pretty damn good at that too I think Jacoby would have been number one no especially you know if he would have finished out the year right I mean I mean I think we we went like uh like 10 and 11 or something like that at a time we're just with QB snakes wow so we we missed one but yeah I mean the guy I mean once he gets a a little push no going he's he's finding a way to either fall through a gap or go over someone I mean like guys, guys, powerful at, at the quarterback position. What do you guys think about um, this? Now that we're talking about the quarterback sneak thing, because I know this is going to be like a potential rule talking point in the off season. Like when they get all the guys like behind Jalen, and they just kind of like push his ass over the over the the fourth or third down line, they get the first down. You guys like cool with that, or do we need to like make a rule to not do that? No, I keep that in. I mean, I, I agree with you. Why'd you take it out? I mean, that's just part of the, the hustle, and the, you know, continue to you know drive your legs it's stuff we're, we're taught from you know high school and college you know if you if you're on the defensive side of the ball that's the same thing you're, you're trying to do you either cut them low or you got to keep on driving them back the the rule that i was seeing that i wouldn't want you no know, taken out was uh the uh you grab them from behind it's like a desperation tackle you're trying to mm. keep them from getting the yeah. first down and you mm. kind of drop your your body weight. i think drop it's your, called a hip drop or something like drop. that yeah that's it but <laughs> I mean, it's not like we're bit. attempting to to land on people's legs, <laughs> right. but it's a it's a violent sport. Yeah. So, you know, you, un, like unexpected things happen. So, mm. I hope they don't take it out because that's just more stuff for us to avoid, especially mm. in rushing the pass. You, you can only hit head, oh. guys in like this, like right. eight inch strike zone. So, you know, gotta gotta see what they they. <laughs> you like they you gotta buy them dinner first before you tackle. <laughs> right, like, what right, are what right, are we right. doing here? Yeah, yeah, first, you gotta serenade him. You gotta dance around the <laughs> the tackle. <laughs> And then you got to lay him down, <laughs> tuck, tuck him in, him in kiss him good night. Get, get him a couple <laughs> right. blankets, make sure he's got his head elevated on the pillow. Yeah. No, I, I wanted to ask you that because I thought that was crazy when I saw a few, like, take artists uh, being like, we need to reimagine the quarterback sneak rules. Cause, and I'm, I'm glad you to say that as a defensive lineman, too. I mean, you're literally just getting behind him and pushing. No, not every team's going to do that. But, you know, you have plenty of guys who are going to submarine and, and – and shoot at guys, you no know, knees and ankles. Who could stop that? I mean, there's there's ways to stop it. It's not like that's a overly violent like play or event during the game. You know, just it, I feel like we we try to overthink things you know, yeah. as far as rulemaking. I don't think players try to overthink things, but you know, as far as you know, people trying to look out for our safety. There are some things that you you just can't touch because you're just taking away right. the the essence of the game. Right. Yeah, 100%. Like, football's still always going to be football. Uh, Miles, last thing for you before we let you go. Uh, I was reading the other day about your relationship with your dog, uh, Gohan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a nice name, Gohan. Big Gohan. big bond with the dog. Uh, I'm a big dog guy, too. I got two. Uh, we rescued one pretty recently, the last couple years ago. Uh, what has that relationship been like for you? I mean, it's been great. I mean, I got him in Missouri, and uh, there was a, a breeder that hit me up uh, a couple of years before, and I'm I was thinking, man, I finally got this this house. I finally, uh, finally got this house. Finally got this big old yard, uh, and uh, it was kind of lonely. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why I got my first one too. I was like, you know, this is 
just me here. It'd be nice to have somebody to bounce like, some ideas off of. Yeah, so I got some, a two-story house. I got no one to talk to. And now I'm thinking, uh, why not just take this drive to Missouri and uh, pick up a pup? And he was, he was eight, dog? eight weeks. German Shepherd. Okay. Nice. And he was a full black German Shepherd. And beautiful dog. I saw, I saw the pictures. It was a beautiful dog. He's got his own Instagram channel? He does. Yeah, I feel nice. like well, that's like a thing nowadays. Like everyone's you know, Juju started it. <laughs> yeah, put the, <laughs> put the dog on the gram. They got a whole channel now. They got more followers than me and stuff. You know. <laughs> I, I mean, people love dogs. I, know. I, I don't know I what know. it is. It's like people love dogs more than and than we love ourselves. Yeah. And so it's crazy. I was like, yo, I, I gotta give, give the people what they want. Yeah, it is that loyalty. that loyalty. I mean, he's he's a loyal pup. Yeah. And. Uh, hmm. I've I've taken him pretty much everywhere. Everywhere I can take him, I've, I've tried to. My my family loves him, and I mean he's he's just fun. I mean yeah. he he always has energy. You know, win, lose, or draw, you can always expect your dog to you know greet you the same way. <laughs> right, and, right, uh, exactly. <laughs> and love on you. <laughs> exactly. Well, hey Miles, we appreciate your time, man. Uh, good luck this off season. Stay healthy uh, and and go crush it this year, man. Yeah, yeah, appreciate man. It. appreciate you. Thanks for coming on, brother. All right, Austin, that was awesome. I feel like I learned a ton. Feel like we got some great we got some great names on we the had pod, some fun. Man. That was awesome. We had some fun all year though. I feel like it was we did. it was a good show. Like there's some shows that you get on, you're like, ah, I gotta do this show. You know, this one's like, yo, let's get let's get our script. Right. <laughs> get our script, see what see the rundown and let's 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 bang it out tomorrow. Let's get it done. You yeah, know? next it's year like, I, I would like you to um provide us the week by week script before uh, Eckler's Edge. Uh, so that, that way we could really like you know the first. Remember the first three weeks when like you weren't scoring touchdowns or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It really would have been helpful yeah. for you to tell me that that was going to happen for the first three weeks. <laughs> well, that's so what I, made it exciting. It was like, okay, Austin, this is what happened. You're going to have people lose faith in you. You're not getting any touchdowns. Week three, people are going to be like, oh, you're a bust. You suck. And then you're going to come back and score twenty. <laughs> I drafted you this know? guy <laughs> in fifth overall for him <laughs> not to score any touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, but it's been a fun show. I appreciate you, you know, coming on and for the for our first year. I feel like it was uh, dude. You know, hard to beat. You know, Liz last year, you this year. Like, I feel like neck and neck. You know, so, I I would love to just take it to the next level. You know, keep yeah. it keep it moving, keep things uh, keep things going, man. It was a great year. I appreciated you. Um, I feel like I learned a lot about football, learned a lot about life, and you know, I think like dare I say, like we're kind of pals now. I, I think so, man. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, All right, cool. We're having a moment right here. Oh, wow. Should we should we hug it out before uh, before the show ends? Oh yeah, come on. Bring it, in, bring it in. Look at this. Oh. That's good, good stuff. stuff. All right, man. Well, for, for next year, man, we're running back. Dude, let's do it. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. Let's do it, man. All right. Eckler's Edge. That's Boom. a wrap season on two. the 2022 Season 2 edition of Eckler's Edge. Yes. What a show. What a show, man. Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. <laughs> That's a wrap. We are out. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.